Okay. Welcome to the Philosophy Podcast. I'm Bethany Rail, the founder and leader of the Philosophy Real Estate team. Our mission is to make real estate approachable so that everyone can utilize it to build wealth. Today, I'm here with Marisol Ross, one of our top producing realtors who is investment savvy and excels at truly listening to and powerfully advocating for her clients. Hi, Marisol. Hello. Um, it is great to be down here in Columbia, Tennessee. One thing I don't even think we've mentioned is that we're Nashville-based. Oh, yeah. That Which, is kind of a relevant piece that Which, Middle Tennessee is our spot. Yep. And um, we both are big fans of Nashville. I think it's the greatest city in the country, to be totally honest. I agree. So if you've ever wanted to move somewhere but not sure where, consider Nashville. Yeah. Um, so today we're going to talk about the current market in Nashville and why now is a great time to buy. Um, I feel like realtors, people are realtors on Instagram, they're always saying now is a great time to buy. Um, but I think there are legitimate good reasons why it's a good time or a bad time. Um, and However, like, I, just, I also do feel like back in, like, 2021, we were all like, buy now. Interest rates are low. Buy now. And now I'm looking and thinking, like, wait, this is actually way better. Totally. Way better. It was just a brutal process to buy in 2021, and it's not now. Yeah. So, and the numbers, when you take into account a lot of different factors, the numbers are actually pretty similar. Yeah, they're kind of the same. So we're not saying now's the time to buy because you'll get it for cheaper, even though you might. It's more like now's the time to buy because it'll be a lot better of a process for you. Yeah, it's actually much more enjoyable. Um, and we're going to talk about all those reasons. So one of them is inventory. Yeah, so inventory is currently three to four times higher than what it was at the same time last year. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge incentive to look into buying now. It just means that you have a whole lot more options, but there's also a lot more competition for sellers. And so, you know, last year you would go and look at a house and it's if you can find something that even plausibly meets your needs, it was the pressure to just move on it because it is available and nothing else is. But then you were often up against 15, 50 other buyers all vying for the same house. Oh my gosh, I'm just having flashbacks. It was so ridiculous. It was brutal because you were having to offer, you know, well above appraisal, well above list price, you waiving inspections, waiving all kinds of contingencies and you were just, you know, people were joking about like you have to sell an organ or a child just to get a house, but it kind of felt like that. Yeah, and also sometimes it'd be like, I mean, you could put your house in the market in whatever condition you desired, you know, and yeah. that's not the case anymore. So in in general, if you're buying a house in this market, you're going to have a better chance of having a better house. Totally, and you get to do more due diligence. You get to mm-hmm. actually more thoroughly inspect it. You get to ask for some things to be repaired, it's just a much, and you don't have to make your decision within, you know, 15 minutes. Like you, it's okay to sleep on it. Yeah. It's really nice to be like, all right, call me in the morning and let me know if you want to make an offer. Totally. And just having that space where you're not getting rushed into a decision that's on someone else's terms. Yeah. Yeah. It's really nice. It um, helps. It also gives buyers a lot more negotiation power. Marisol, do you want to explain that a little bit? Well, yeah. So it used to be that if someone told me, I don't really want to offer full price, I was like, okay, well, then you won't get the house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And now a lot of my clients are able to offer like well under list price. Um, They're really, they're able to offer what they're comfortable with. Yeah. So I'm not saying you should just go make lowball offers all the time, but like you offer what you feel comfortable paying. Whereas, you know, last year, it didn't really matter what you felt comfortable paying. If you wanted the house, 
you were going to have to offer a lot, like yeah. over list price or over appraisal. And so um, that just made, that just, that was just really tough on buyers. And I think it did make a lot of buyers regret. It also, I mean, also a lot of my clients ended up getting incredible deals and incredible homes. So once again, like the market's good for some people, good for other, like bad It's always good for someone. Exactly, exactly. But however, a perk in this market is, like I said before, more negotiation power. So if you need a little bit of a longer closing time so that you don't have to move over the holidays, one of my clients is working on trying to get that right now. If you, um, you know, want a home sale contingency, that's a little harder. And we'll talk about that because it's not exactly a seller's market right now. But just different things where like you can put your own preferences out there and you might be able to accept them. I mean, I remember the market shifted so quickly. And actually, I was on maternity leave when it shifted. (laughs) So when I came back from maternity leave, I was in shock because I put in an offer for clients that was like 25 under, buyer seller pays for title, like all these things that would have never gotten accepted even when I went on to maternity leave. And then we, I was expecting a counter and it got accepted. And I was like, wait, what? Yeah. That was literally just a shot in the dark. So um, it is, yeah, just like really great that we're able to get our buyers the terms that they prefer instead of them constantly having to compromise on everything. Yeah, absolutely. One other thing that, you know, kind of news is buzzing about, everyone's talking about right now is interest rates, interest rates, interest rates Mm -hmm. being so high. And if you look at it from a decades perspective, you know, there are people I know who bought in the 70s and 80s and they're like, yeah, I paid 18%. Yeah. So 7%, six and a quarter, 675 isn't actually that bad because it has been so much higher in other periods of time. What makes it feel so intense is it went up so fast. You know, last year people were getting 3%, 2.85, like people were getting crazy, like unprecedented low interest rates. And so compared to that, 6.75 feels really high. But when you span out and look at it, it's not so crazy. But it's also helpful to remember that with higher interest rates comes fewer buyers, which comes less competition, which is what opens up the more negotiating power and the higher inventory that we were just talking about. Mm -hmm. And so it's what ends up opening up better terms to be possible. And you can refinance out of a interest rate. You cannot refinance out of a purchase price. Let's talk about that for a second. Because once again, that's something that I didn't understand for the majority of my life. So um, what does it actually mean to refinance? It's basically where you go through the loan process of buying a house, but on the house that you already own. Mm-hmm. And so you're not having to negotiate terms with a seller or anything like that because it's a house that you already own. But you do get to call a lender and say, can we talk about getting a different loan with different terms? Usually lower interest rate is the big one that people are going for. And you'll be able to, so what you can do is after you buy a home, let's say you buy at a little bit of a higher interest rate, just keep your eye on the interest rates. And as soon as they hit one that's like low enough for you, that's when you're going to call your lender. So I guess people don't realize that you could do that. And especially with just like the climate of interest rates changing so quickly we do think that they're going to drop again and they might drop really quickly. And so that would be a great time to refinance. Um, however, um, we're going to talk a little bit about why it would be a better idea to buy now than refinance than to wait to buy. We'll talk about that in a minute. But first, um, 
What's going on with these big investment companies, Bethany? So big investment companies are buying right now. Yeah. They're not waiting for interest rates to go down. And so even if you know, you'll hear things on the news that make it sound like the housing market is completely shot and no one should buy and it's a terrible time, it's really not because you can get such better terms. And if interest rates go down in six months, a year, you can refinance and you bought in terms in a climate that was so much better. Yeah. And then you can get back to you know, you can get back to the interest rate that you would maybe prefer, but it's with a house that you already own. And it, you know, say you refinance in six months, you're renegotiating a loan on six month ago prices, yeah, which is lower than will be available then. And the other thing is that, I mean, so the common term lenders use all the time is like, marry the house, date the rate. It's like you're now like in the market right now, you have a better chance of finding a house that you absolutely love. So find that house marry that house, and then you can change your rate later. Um, And we're going to break down, like, numbers of what it would look like to buy in this market versus after the interest rates go down. So keep in mind, I don't know when you're listening to this podcast, but we're recording this podcast on November 12th. So we're using um, the current market and the current interest rate of today, which is approximately 6.75. And so... Actually, we were speaking to a lender the other day that shared with us that um, Fannie Mae is estimating that interest rates are going to go down to four in March. And once again, if you don't know what Fannie Mae is, it's really not that relevant for this conversation. We'll talk about that in a loan episode. But it's a big name that has a lot of control over interest name or interest rates. So let's just say they go down to four. Now, will they go down to four? Literally, no one actually knows. All the experts say very different things. So no one actually knows if they'll go down to four, but they very well could. So let's just say interest rates drop to four in March. So um, you could, you know, lock in, you could buy your house at 6.75 now, or you could buy your house in March at four. Um, Now, I know a lot of people would automatically go to, okay, I'm just going to wait until they go down. But here we're going to explain why it actually is a really good idea to buy now. Um, And so you have to, Keep in mind that they're also, like, we're also estimating that appreciation rate nationally will be about 10% in the next um, 12 months. And now that's nationally. So obviously in every um, city, that's going to look a little different. Nashville's always appreciated higher than national, so we could actually estimate higher. But um, so appreciation, so that means that the equity of your home will go up 10, about 10% in the next 12 months. So here's the math on that. So that means that if you bought a home for $300,000 today and you had a 6.75 interest rate, your home could appreciate approximately $30,000 in 12 months. So that means between now and March, it will appreciate, your equity will go up ten grand between now and March. So that means you basically will make ten grand between now and March. Now, um, let's look at that compared to what you lose by buying now with that higher interest rate. So right now on November 12th, the interest rate is 6.75. So that would be approximately, your mortgage payment would be about approximately 2,100 a month. And so, and then in March, when you, if you refinance at 4%, your payment would go down to $1,600 a month. So first of all, that's going to feel really good in March. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and that was that $500 difference that you've been paying every month between then and now. And so that is about $1,500 the difference. Yeah. So you've, by waiting to buy, you've saved yourself $1,500. But if you buy now, you're going to make yourself 
about $10,000 between now and March. So um, honestly, when you look at the numbers, now is a really good time to buy. Now, I don't know how you feel about this, but I would like to caveat this with, I always tell people, but the actual best time to buy is when you're ready. When's right for you. And But I would say the soonest time possible that you're ready. Yep. I've heard people say the best time to buy real estate was t- is today. Yep. Like, yes- no matter what market it's in. Yesterday. Like, yeah. it's always Yesterday. better to have already bought. Yeah. It's always better to, to buy now than later. But um, also for certain situations, it would be, like, yeah, you're going to get to a point where you're ready, and it's best to buy as soon as you are ready. And you're going to be able to know that by meeting with the lender, talking to your realtor, all of that. Um but, but there are windows where there are extenuating circumstances exact. or external circumstances that can make it even more advantageous. And even adding to the great example that you just shared, when interest rates go down, that's when normal buyer psyche says, oh my gosh, we should all buy now. Because just like interest rates have gone up significantly, if the reverse happens and interest rates go down significantly all at once, Every buyer is going to be like, I've been waiting. Now's my time. Yes. And all at once there's competition that there isn't now. There yeah. will be competition that doesn't exist right now. And so that'll give sellers more negotiating power rather than us. And prices will go up. So it means that you're paying, potentially you're having to compete. So you might be paying above list price instead of potentially below. Prices will be higher, so even list price will be more then. Yeah. So it'll be a lower interest rate on a bigger number. And if you buy now, you can use pay a higher interest rate on a lower number, but then refinance into that other lower number. So in every way, you're netting lower in March. Plus, you're still paying rent right now if you don't own. Exactly. You're still making a payment to something every month. So might as well have as much of it as possible go into something that you're gaining equity in. I don't know if you've seen that trend on like Instagram and TikTok that's like, dear renter, you're already paying a mortgage. It's just not yours. It's true. <laughs> it's so true. And you're never going to get that money. You're never going to get one cent of the money you pay in rent back. You will never get that back. But by investing in real estate, you're truly investing every cent that you pay towards a mortgage. Um, I've also seen something rent equals 100% interest. It's like the interest is the the money that you're not getting back. and But when you pay rent, you're literally just paying that. Yeah. So it's, yeah, I think, and I think these kind of conversations are helpful because it really does break down all the things that we're constantly seeing. You know, everyone's saying now's the time to buy. Everyone's saying now's the time to sell. Everyone's saying interest rates. I don't, like all these buzzwords that we hear all the time, it's important to sit down, break them down and have real conversations about them. Totally. Which is what we often feels really overwhelming. Like until you've bought, buying a house feels like this foreign adventure that feels really difficult and really scary and like a huge commitment. And you have no idea if you're going to do it right or do it wrong or what if you buy the wrong house. And there are those rare stories where people do lose money on real estate. But we are professionals at helping identify what are the Mm -hmm. markers that that might happen with this scenario and helping you dodge those. Yeah. Because for the most part, almost every time when you buy real estate, you win. You make money on the back end. And if you are really strategic in leveraging it while you live there, you can make money while you own it as well. Absolutely. And um, I will also mention, not just for first-time home buyers. Sometimes if you've already bought a home, sometimes if you've already bought a home but you're thinking about moving up, 
um, like upgrading your home, that can be intimidating. That introduces like a whole another set of problems too. Problems or challenges, I would say. Yeah, challenges. Or even just like unexpected circumstances that you just like didn't see. Um, And that's another reason why you would need, you know, these things broken down, these kind of conversations with a trusted realtor. Absolutely. Because even if you're upgrading, you know, if it's an average of 10% appreciation, 10% appreciation on a $500,000 house is $50,000. Exactly. And 10% on a $300,000 house is $30,000. So it's worthwhile to make that change. Absolutely. As long as the situation and the timing is right for you. Absolutely. Well, thanks for tuning in. If you've enjoyed this conversation, please like and subscribe. We also would invite you to go to our website. We would love to connect with you. And on our website at www.philosophy.com, you can schedule a consultation with us. We would love to hear what your goals are, where you're at in the process, and help you start strategizing how to take steps now so that you can capitalize on this as quickly as possible. Yeah, basically, if you found this conversation helpful, a one-on-one conversation with you will be even more helpful. Catered specifically to you. Exactly. Awesome. Thanks, guys.